Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is, uh, what, Joe Thorne, and I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. How you doing? I am doing well. Yeah. Mm. It, it, see, it, it, uh, it's Monday. And you're, um, well, the episode drops on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Monday when people are listening to this okay, for the first all right, time. All right. It's Monday. So it's this Monday episode, mm-hmm. and we're about, a, we're like a full weekend to the month of June, also known as Jimmy's uh, birthday why? month. Here's what I would like people to do. I'd like Stop. you to wish Jimmy a happy. Just wish no. him. Don't buy him anything off the Amazon wish list that I am creating uh, and tagging online that you can find. Um, don't instead, do that. Don't no, I do haven't that. done that, I, but I am tempted. No, but don't do that. wish Jimmy a happy 38th birthday. It's awesome. You should be. You should feel good. I didn't think you'd make it this long. I, I'm still. The jury's out. You know? Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is it, who's who knows? June 21st is a long way away. Man, here we are. We're here. We're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Making a podcast. Making an episode. I love it. Feeling pretty good. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bring in my kids and I'm gonna empty out all the drawers and box everything up as we're gonna redo my office here. Mm. Um, I got a bunch of big desk and furniture that I got for free. And it takes up too much space, and I yeah. uh, don't like it. So uh, we're going to get rid of that and uh, simplify in here. Going to have a lot more room. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Actually, uh, this afternoon I might be, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, if they come to the terms that I want, going to go check out a, uh, a location. Yes. Mm. Um, How far away from your current location? Um, Ten minutes. Nice. So it's, it'll be in Batavia. Yeah. Yeah, I know you've been looking at Batavia. So I looked at one spot, which could work, but it's got way too much office space. And uh, I got me, I essentially got the deal I want, but then I said, you're going to need to do a bunch of stuff. Mm. And they're, I think they're going to do it. But I found this other spot, like just down the road. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey guys, here's the deal. I'm getting up the road. You got to match it and do this. And then I'm good. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think they're going to get a pass. No, no, I think they're going to get it, take it. All right, good. Listen, there's not a lot of, in for out there, there's not a lot of companies my size looking for a certain, you know. So if, if they've got what you want, there's not a lot of people looking for it. Correct. I got it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So you are going to exploit. You are going to leverage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get I, in there. I, I definitely do yeah. leverage. So I'm hoping it's going to have, and it's going to have a spot, a Jofo spot. Really? Yeah. We have our own spot. Have well, yeah, if I take this one, yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to have them build us the room. Nice. Okay, I like this. Yeah, this could be good. Could be good. I like it. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just tell them, hey, I, I need one room with ventilation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fumes and such, chemicals mm-hmm. and uh, other tobacco products, mm-hmm. and we'll see how it goes. Okay. Let's All see. Right. I got to get that permission. Well, that's something the, our listeners can be praying about. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It would be like uh, like what, like 600 square feet. What your office? Yeah. You think you get 600 <laughs> square feet? <laughs> I don't get, I don't get 600. Well, I got what I got like a, I got like what? Eight by 10 in here. Maybe. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that 600 square feet? Is yeah, that same thing? Uh, on average. Okay. On I average. I don't do on math. average. You know what I do though? I love, I love stories. I, I, I came across this a couple weeks ago and I've been waiting to, I don't know if I shared it with you or not. But I'm no, no. Maybe I did. Did we talk about, 
this truck called the Hell General? Yes, but Did I we, told you you got to bring it up. Okay, it, the Hell General is a black ice cream truck, and it's it's really cool looking. You know, it's 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 blacked out. It's uh, it's got these like little treats, like ice cream bars painted onto the side of it that look really good, even though they're not technically act like real ones you know like if you look at the one that looks like the cookie the ice cream cookie looks like oreo on top mm -hmm. it has the opeth symbol opeth is a metal band anyways so this ice cream truck drives through the neighborhoods right it drives through the neighborhoods in the summer and all the kids see this black ice cream truck looking real cool and all the kids start come running out ah, ice cream man ice cream they'll come running out and then he turns on death metal and just drives away <laughs> He plays. He plays Lamb of God, uh -huh. and uh, and just breaks the hearts of the children. And it is, I think, one of the Joe, that most is amazing so mean. things. Oh my goodness! And I you would, love that? I would pay him just to drive down my street. That that is that is awesome on a summer day. Why do you want it? Why do you want to see? Funny man, you want to see the kids all disappointed? That's real. That's real. Get 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 used to it. Get you, that's life. This is life. <laughs> He's been doing it for like, I don't know, 10 years or something. This is why we don't allow Joe to do any of our Kids, children's yeah. or children's yeah. or youth ministry. Uh, they, they'll let me step into a, a, a controlled environment yep. among high schoolers. Yep. And that's it. And that is yeah. all he's allowed. All he's allowed. But you know what they do let me do here? Um, Baptize people. Oh, there you go. Transition. Mm. Took us like five minutes to get oh. there, but we did what? Yeah, you're right. Five minutes. Good job. Yeah, yeah five I, minutes. I, I can estimate time. I just can't add. <laughs> All right, Joe. We're back in the 1689. We're mm -hmm. in chapter 29. Yeah, and we're going to be looking at paragraphs two, three, and four. Now, they're short. Do you want me to read one by one or Let's read them one. all? Let's do one by one. All Let's right. see if you can get through this paragraph two. It's only one sentence, three lines on our website, see, the 1689confession.com. Let's see if you can read it without any mistakes. You know what? Why do you put that kind of pressure There's no like pressure. That? There's like, there was no pressure no. before. Now there's pressure. There's Here we no go. Pressure. <clears throat> Those who do actually profess repentance towards God, faith in, and obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ are the only proper subjects of this ordinance. Perfect. Man, again, I wish there was video because people could see Joe trying to distract me by flailing his arms in the air. Uh, first of all, I don't flail my arms. I flex them. Okay. <laughs> I position them. So, uh, well, here we're getting to the candidates of baptism. Yeah. Like, who should we baptize? Because uh, we aren't crazy people. We don't baptize babies. There's only crazy people who do that. Oh, only, yeah. Only those that that's have not dangerous. read scripture. That's dangerous. That, that's Nick Batzig level oh, craziness. Yeah, I mean, you might as well start having hazers and Did Nick call you it. the other night? He did, and I didn't pick up. He's called me like four nights, and he always calls me when I'm in the middle of something. I can't pick up. I'm like, dang, dude, you got to give me a heads up. You got to say, hey, I want to talk, and then we make it happen. Yeah, like he called me out of the blue to say hi and everything, and, you know, I was just kind of hanging around and... Yeah, I could tell he was just uh, he was just in for a chat, and uh, it was it was really good, you know, reconnecting with Nick. Yeah, well, Nick, we love you, love uh, you, Nick. But stop doing the pop in, call <laughs> call ahead, and then we'll call. We'll talk on the call. You got to send me a text or something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. All right. So, candidates of baptism are for who, Jimmy? Uh, well, those that actually profess repentance towards God mm -hmm. and faith in and obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, so. 
pretty so, simple, right? Yep. Repentance to God, mm-hmm. faith and obedience to Christ. Okay, so uh, that's what John Bunyan uh, would call a visible saint, right? Somebody who um, articulates the gospel, demonstrates repentance. And it's not that they have to meet some sort of uh, arbitrary standard that a church has set. You know, you got to have so many days free from smoking those cancer sticks or something like that. What they're saying is, is that um, the the... The person who believes is a person who repents, a person mm. who is obeying. So in other words, I think it comes down to, does this person confess Jesus Christ openly, publicly, and uh, are they demonstrating anything that would lead you to believe, like, well, they don't really believe. They're simply saying that they believe. I mean, did you baptize anybody that says, like, oh, I believed in Jesus Christ? Um well, no, we would want to have some sort of a relationship with them on some level to mm-hmm. know what's, what's happening. And we could talk about spontaneous baptisms, I guess. I mean, that's something that's pretty popular these days. But um, for uh, among, among healthy churches, in, in my estimation, I think what you're generally looking for is, uh, do they, with their words, are they able to articulate a gospel that is biblical? And are they are able to articulate what their hope is, their, what the nature of yes. their faith is. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, people that are following Jesus, these are the candidates for baptism. And the reason that we hold that position is because uh, this is the example that we see in Scripture. This is uh, We're not going to do a whole debate going back and forth about infant baptism versus believer's baptism. But, we already have uh, episodes on that, yeah. But like our Presbyterian brothers and sisters, we would both say whoever believes and is baptized – should be, I'm sorry, whoever believes should be baptized, right? We, we, all, we all agree on that. Uh, but they would then argue, well, that the children of the person who is baptized should also be baptized. And we don't find warrant for that in Scripture. So believers only, we're Baptists. We don't apologize yeah. for it. So let's, let's touch on the pop-in, though. Let's let's touch on that. The pop in, the, the Nick Batzig pop in, the Nick Batzig pop in okay. baptism. Oh, the pop in baptism, the pop in baptism. Yeah. I don't like pop ins in general. Yeah, and not baptism, baptism, not yeah. baptism either. Because I mean, I think this is where I think there's now this is just there's exceptions to the rule, right? Uh, now there might be something that happens, something occurs, uh, but generally, at least for myself, so I'm not going to sit here and criticize those that do the pop ins. Yeah, I'll do it for you. Uh, go ahead, you can. But I would say uh, I I'm uncomfortable with it because mm-hmm. I'd want to know and to see the evidence of that repentance, the evidence of that faith and that obedience, uh, because this is an individual that's professing, uh, and I want them to be, I, I want them to not bear false witness. Yeah. No, I think that I think that's fair. I mean the. I know some people would say, well, why? how could you be against spontaneous baptisms when they were doing that in the first century? Like, obviously, those were immediate. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's that's a totally fair Absolutely. point. Absolutely, yep. Um, the difference is that was a pre-Christian context in which the consequences of baptism were plainly known. You are identifying with Jesus, and now you are likely to be persecuted for it. Yeah, um, you're, you're signing up. Mm-hmm. We, for potentially a death sentence. Whereas today, baptism is for most people out there. And you get cake after. Yeah, you could. Uh, baptism is for most people little more than a private religious ritual that doesn't cost anything other than, you know, 30 minutes of your time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, you know, we in a Christian or post-Christian really kind of context 
uh, where a lot of people are familiar with what baptism is on a superficial level and are okay with whatever it means, doesn't really mean much. And I think we need to lay it out a little bit more clearly. Plus, because we have the responsibility as churches to disciple people, we have to know who we are baptizing yes. and caring yes. for. So I, I don't like the spontaneous baptism. Yeah, we're not just trying to increase our numbers for the end of year report. Right. Now, again, we have sort of a principle here, an idea. Um, there, there are always exceptions to the rule. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that it could never work or whatever, but as it, yeah, we're not, we're not down. Yeah. Uh, all right. Paragraph three, the outward element to be used in this ordinance is water. What? Wherein the party is to be baptized in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Okay. Do we really need to spell out water here? Uh, it's gotta be water. Do we need to like, like what else would it be? What else are you going to be submersed in? Jello? That could uh, be fun. Yeah, I guess. No. You know, I'll tell you what. I won't go into details. You, but you're about to. But no. But in the 80s. Okay. There was a local establishment that was uh, busted, raided by the FBI, and it's no longer there. It doesn't even exist anymore. Um, but it was called the Rustic Lounge in West Chicago. Anyways, um, <laughs> they used to have Jello wrestling matches at their bar. Mm. And... Um, yeah. Did you win? Uh, I was never a participant. No. So, so when you say that, that mm -hmm. means you're a spectator? I can't really get into whether or not uh, all of that hmm. sort of stuff. You know, I can neither confirm nor deny. I just know it was I can tell you it was happening there. Okay. So uh, right. Jell-O is, everybody likes Jell-O. Mm -hmm. Jell-O's a good time. Why do we have to specify water? I actually don't know the answer. It, like, was there, I mean... Was there, it was there Emerging by smoke? Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. So I, I, that would be interesting. I would like to talk to a scholar that really knows the background. You know, is, or maybe we can just do some reading. But was there some other thing? What, maybe, what were they essentially using it, like miming it? Like, was it, well, you don't have to use water. You can somehow be baptized without it. I don't know why it has to be specified. Or maybe it was just Baptist being technical here. Baptist, baptism by fire. Yeah. And maybe that maybe and maybe maybe it's that there are some people, and I know people who would say the only baptism that matters is a spiritual baptism, and maybe that's part of it here. Is they're saying, listen, we're talking about an actual baptism by water, yep, yep. not a spirit baptism. This is the element, the outward element to be used. And when you are immersed, you should be done in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Why are they spelling out all three? Why do uh, you got to do in all three? Trinity. Okay. Yeah. So why all three? Because God. Three persons, one yeah. essence. Okay. Name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It, Paul doesn't always say Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Sometimes he just says God. Theos in Greek. Sometimes he sometimes he just says I can't get into Paul's mind here. Why are you trying to I'm get not me asking to, you to crawl into his yeah, business? That's exactly what saying, you're trying to get. I'm just saying, like, why is the Trinity so important? And and I I know that in Matthew 28, right, it spells it out. Right? That's yeah. the Great Commission. And so it's, you know, baptizing the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So that's what people say. But I think that it's because it is, an, it is identifying us not with religion in general or a vague concept of God, but like you said, Jimmy, our triune God mm -hmm. who um, works for our salvation, right? The Father choosing, loving, the Son sacrificing, dying, the Holy Spirit regenerating, leading, sanctifying. Like, we, our faith doesn't make any sense apart from that trinity. And so, yeah, it ought to be done that way. This is it. Again, Jimmy? What if they're baptized and somebody says, I baptize you in the name of Jesus? Dunk, 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 three dunks, three dunks, three dunks. Well, so only you, because they did three dunks. Okay. Cause that, that's the kicker. Mm -hmm. if, there was no, if there was no trinity, if there was no three dunk. No, I mean, 
I I'm not going to sit here and be a heresy hunter and be like, no, that does not count. It counts. But I, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, yeah. it's do like, it right. Do it right next time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I in the second baptism, on the sep- yeah. second baptism, do it right. The redo, <laughs> the do. I think, um, and, and this is like so much of our faith is imperfect, and all of our practices are imperfect, and so there are going to be corruptions in the ways that various churches do things. Um, there, I'm, I, we don't know what they are, but at Redeemer, I'm sure we do things that aren't done right. For example, if we're not baptizing our children and we're wrong on that, and our Presbyterian brothers and sisters would say we are wrong on that, yeah. they would say, well, like, well, you know, you've got a problem in your church because you're not baptizing your children. And if that's true, then there's a corruption, but that doesn't mean we're not a church. It doesn't mean that we're not healthy. It, it would mean that there's a problem. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is a rather small issue. Um, it, it's not a non-issue, but it's a small issue. I think we can overcome it. What about paragraph four, Jimmy? Ooh, immersion mm-hmm. or dipping of the person in water is necessary to the due administration of this ordinance. Hmm. No sprinkling. No sprinkling. No, no super soaker. No, don't be sneezing in my face with that little flicking of your fingers. <laughs> I ain't doing that. They, they like they dribble. There's the dribbling. They call it pouring, but it's really a dribbling. Like when they put it on their fingers and they go like, it, yeah, that that that's more sprinkling to me. Yeah. And they drip it off their like fingers. That? How gross is that, man? Dirty fecal bacteria all over the fingers in the water. We're, and then, it, how, what? I will test your fingers right now. I guarantee there's fecal bacteria. <laughs> Listen to this guy. You know why? Because mm. you touch a billion things on your way to and from. It doesn't matter if you wash your hands every day. Other people don't. So you're touching the doorknobs, the handles, ATM machine, ATM machine, what, okay. ATM machine. Who uses those? You? You still use an ATM machine? If I got to get cash out, yeah. <laughs> what do you do if you got to get cash out? I, I, I just always have cash. Okay. Yeah, you don't have an answer. That's what I thought. Yeah. You always have cash on you. Always have cash. Yeah. Always. But that means you have to get it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. You have your wife do it. No, mm-hmm. but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look, uh, listen, I know that uh, some people don't think the mode... Well, the only thing that have been worse yeah. is if uh, uh, Daniel was using his feet to baptize you, since you hate him yeah. and his feet. So it, I, I don't hate his feet. In fact, I was talking to his wife about his feet this yeah. week. How, how much you hate his feet. I don't hate his feet. You hate his feet. I marvel at his feet. Uh, I hate so- your feet. <laughs> you because she, she, his wife was saying, uh-huh. like, hey, you said he has thumbs he does, on his feet. He does not have thumbs on his feet. And then he holds up his foot and starts ambidextrously moving his toes all over the place like he's mm-hmm. some sort of alien life form. So she actually proved my whoa, point. Whoa. All right, so he's an alien life, uh, life form. Yes, advanced. Has disgusting, it means advanced. It, it, it means Disgusting advanced. feet. You know, who don't, you know who never smells? Aliens. They don't smell. That's right. You so, can't prove that. I don't have to. <laughs> Prosecution rests. All oh, right. speaking of which, sorry, yeah. I had a conversation with someone at the church. Okay. They wanted to know, does Joe Thorne actually believe in Sasquatch or Bigfoot and Loch Ness? <laughs> okay. There is no Loch Ness. There's nothing okay. there. Nessie doesn't exist. In All fact, right. we know right. that photo go. was a scam. We actually know All that. All right, here we go. Bad. No Nessie. Continue. Right. Um, do I believe in Bigfoot? Yes. They were asking, Jimmy, is that just a shtick? We don't do shticks. I know we don't do shticks, no. which I said we don't do shticks. Sometimes and, we play now, off, now, now, what I did say was Joe might be a modern-day Andy Kaufman, and he's even playing me in this whole thing where he doesn't believe it, but he's so coy that it makes me think he believes it. Okay. And uh, it's all funny in his head. It, it is very funny for me. Um, I enjoy and regularly listen to Sasquatch and Bigfoot podcast uh-huh. because I love those stories. Yes. yes. Now, do you believe the stories? 
I believe that most of those people's had a real experience in the woods. I don't think they're lying. Okay, so you think they're not lying about their experience. Right. Now, my question is, do you believe that they saw something? I believe they saw something. Absolutely. That they saw something. I believe that they saw something. Now, do you believe what they saw may have been Bigfoot? I don't know what they saw. (laughs) You won't answer, will you? Here's here's the problem with Bigfoot. (laughs) There's, you, I, the, the fact, I think it's possible. Mm. It's within the realm of possibility for there to be a Bigfoot like creature. But I don't think there is because there is no real evidence outside of testimony. Uh, there's no scientific evidence. Mm-hmm. And, and now we need science to back up creation. Continue. So creation is science. Anyways, um, I, and the only explanation that people try to go when they say, like, oh, there's no, there's no scientific evidence is when they start getting into like paranormal, weird Bigfoot alien slash, you know, extra dimensional mm-hmm. creature. I, no, I'm out. I'm out on all that stuff because I think that's crazy. But I like the idea of Bigfoot. I like the idea, and I don't like the idea of like uh, Harry and the Hendersons Bigfoot. I like the idea of scary, rip your head off monster in the woods. That is fascinating to me. I like the angry, mean Bigfoot stories where they're pounding on their house mm. and they're, hoot, hoot, they're hooting and hollering like that. I like it when they do that. Would they do yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. But they, so, don't, they don't exist. No, I don't think they exist. I just like talking. Now I can't joke around about it anymore because everybody knows I don't believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> but I do have Bigfoot stickers and patches. and <laughs> I like the story of Bigfoot. Hmm. Mm-hmm. No, she didn't answer anything about Sasquatch. Same so thing. Figuring Bigfoot, out Sasquatch, here, here we Yeti, go. All different words for the same bipedal uh, nomadic creature. I caught you off guard on that one, huh? No, well, yeah, I was not ready for you to ask no, me about Bigfoot. No. So uh, which one of your CG wanted to know? What are you talking about? Yeah. I, 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 what are you talking about? They wanted to know something. Now I want to know something. Who was that? It was Greg Earl. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Greg. No. Don't actually believe in Bigfoot. Just think it's fun. Don't believe uh, that aliens are visiting us either. But I think the UFO stuff is pretty crazy and weird. Don't hmm. know what that is. All right. Truth is out there. Yeah, it's out there. I don't know. Yeah. Essentially, you just said I'm X-Files. Like you are X-Files, except doesn't it end like it's true? Oh, yeah. X-Files. Uh, well, first of all, that's based on a true story. Uh, X-Files <laughs> totally. I mean, it's it's not a documentary, but it's, you it's know, autobiography. It's basically, it's basically all facts. You know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it should be called Facts File. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't listen. I don't I don't believe in conspiracy and the conspiracy theories out mm, there. I don't mm-hmm. I'm not into any of that stuff. Yeah. So the I don't. The weirdest stuff that I believe in would be, um, I believe that demons manifest themselves in various ways. I think they're active. I think many so-called ghost experiences are probably demonic or they're made up or they're just explainable by somebody having too much carbon monoxide in their house and they're hallucinating. So, um, but I do think that, that I, do, I do believe in the paranormal and I do believe that demons are active. So, and I don't think we have all the answers. No Bigfoot. No Bigfoot. All right. No Bigfoot. <laughs> Black helicopters or white. I'm not trying to, not all black helicopters. I mean, just, you know, the stereotypical black helicopters. All right. So immersion or dipping in the prison water is necessary to the due administration of this ordinance. Why is it necessary, Joe? Well, it is not a baptism without the dipping. It is something else. And that's why Baptists don't accept sprinkling or pouring. It's why a Baptist won't accept an infant baptism Mm -hmm. uh, baptism because uh, baptism by definition for us is an immersion of a believer in water in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
that's what it is. And so if you remove those elements or some of those elements, it's no longer a baptism. So it, it's got to be. And I know that this makes us look like hard and cranky and unloving, but the reality is, is Presbyterians also have a line. At some point, your experience is not a baptism. And so they have to draw the lines. We have to draw the line somewhere. We are unfortunately stuck with the position of holding the biblical line, which is a little bit harder than your made-up fancy pants lines where you just get to baptize anybody uh, by sprinkling <laughs> them. No, I know that, that that's not what they do at all. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's definitely um, where we're at. So that's why I think it's really important for us as Baptists to be gracious to our brothers and sisters yeah. when we disagree. Yeah. Fact is, we could be wrong, guys. That is possible. We could be wrong. I don't think we are. I'm always looking at it, trying to study it. I used to be hold the pedo position. And now I hold the, the credo position and have for a long, long time. But um, let's be gracious towards one another and make sure that we count one another as brothers and sisters if we all have faith in the same Savior. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. You can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast. Hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.